Welcome to the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, the first live weekly radio show in the country dedicated to providing resources and answers to all your elder care and caregiver questions. We have a great show planned for you today. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me in studio is Bridget Risman, Public Relations and Social Media Manager for the Alzheimer's Association of Minnesota and North Dakota. We will be discussing today's big event that just finished moments ago, and she rushed in here, and I really appreciate that. This annual nationwide Walk to End Alzheimer's fundraiser is one of the most significant events nationwide, and we are so privileged to have an amazing team of people here locally helping to support the local fundraising efforts to combine that with the national. So we're going to talk about that throughout the show today. But I want to remind you, we are broadcasting live and are looking forward to answering your questions. Please feel free to call at 952-946-6205. Our show producer, Eric, will be answering the phones today while also running the soundboard and keeping us on schedule. Thank you, Eric. Before we begin today's program, I want to share with you why we host this weekly live call-in radio show devoted to all aspects of elder care services, from health care management and financial planning, all the way through end-of-life care and support. Our purpose is to share crucial conversations on the needs and desires of our aging population. We provide answers to important questions you need to be aware of regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life. Each week, we bring you experts from across the elder care continuum to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges facing our aging population and how we can help you and your loved ones prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our elder population. We also talk about the lessons mortality can teach us and the importance of living each day with a purpose and without lifelong regrets. I am grateful for the opportunity each week to discuss these timely and relevant topics with you, and I am thankful for the tremendous response you, our listening audience, have provided to us regarding this unique radio show. We are pioneering this first-of-a-kind talk show in the nation so we can dedicate an hour each week to elder care and caregiver issues. Please continue to send us your questions, comments, and suggestions. This show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent, physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. You can contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice by phone at 612-930-3339 by email at radio at mnhospice.com or visit us online at minnesotahospice.com. We are living in unprecedented times in human history as the over 75 million people of the baby boom generation continue to move into retirement age, our population mix is rapidly shifting. The Social Security Administration reported that over 4 million people are retiring each year. That equates to over 10,000 people a day. The Minnesota State Demographic Center issued a report titled Minnesota 2030, and in it, they estimate that within the next 12 years, the population of Minnesotans age 65 and older will be larger than the entire population under age 18 for the first time in our state's history. The need for elder care is growing and will be increasing at an accelerated rate in the coming years. In addition, Surveys show most people want to age and die in their own homes. Families need to begin planning for several areas of importance, including their housing requirements, long before they'll need them. These factors are contributing to an exploding caregiving workforce crisis. Minnesota currently has almost 600,000 unpaid family and friends playing a critical role in helping older Minnesotans live at home. And this will only get worse as we see 
uh, diseases like dementia and Alzheimer's and others continuing to grow in that population. We here in Minnesota are not alone in this extraordinary trend. The rest of the country is facing the same challenging reality. This phenomenon has far-reaching implications for our society, our communities, and our quality of life. Each week during this broadcast, we'll be discussing the impact this megatrend will have on you and your loved ones and what you can do to prepare for it and enhance your quality of life. Today, we will be discussing Alzheimer's disease, a degenerative neurological disorder that's facing our aging population and how we need to help ourselves and our community understand this condition and how we can figure out ways to support our loved ones throughout their life. Once again, I want to remind you, we are broadcasting live today and every Saturday, and we look forward to taking your questions. You can reach us at 952-946-6205. Now, I would like to introduce my guest for today, Bridget Risman is Public Relations and Social Media Manager for the Alzheimer's Association of Minnesota and North Dakota. Well, welcome, Bridget. Wow, thanks for having me, Ken. This um, is, is going to be fun. Well, I, I, was, um, uh, I was hearing a number of shows on TV and radio today yeah. that were supporting this amazing effort. And uh, before we get into that, though, because yeah. there's, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about, let's learn a little bit more about you. Oh, uh, sure. First of all, you know, What's your background, and then how did you get interested in moving your career into this Alzheimer's Association? Yeah, it, it really stemmed, uh, as I'm sure a lot of people, um, how, how other people get involved in, in volunteering and things like that. My, it was my grandma. My grandma had Alzheimer's for 16 years, and she was diagnosed probably when I was 7 or 8. And so I didn't really get to know her like my older cousins did, um, and and we were uh, far away caregivers. So my mom would provide care for her when we could. She would come and live with us for about a month out of the year. But she lived in Iowa, and we lived in many states across the United States. So it was I, I saw the toll that it took on on my mother and and her brothers, um, and so I just decided, wow, I. I kind of want to help. I want to do something. I, you, you gotta have that helpless feeling. You want to do something. That's where volunteering comes in. So I got involved with the Minnesota North Dakota Chapters um, Young Professionals Group. They're called Young Champions. They're fabulous. And and from there, I just kind of started getting more and more involved, and then realized that I wanted it to be my career too. So, wow. yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know that's my uh, right now we. Um, the team and I at Minnesota Hospice um, are focused on end-of-life care. And the, uh, the group of us that, that we have there are all drawn to this because we see the need. Yeah. Um, and, and we can get more on this later on the show, but um, our, our medical practice um, specializes in uh, dementia in end-of-life care. That's which wonderful. Is, which is a very complicated thing. Yes, um, yes. But uh, the sad thing is, is that all those dementia, and we'll talk about the different dementia um, symptoms and, and diseases here in the show today, but you you really have a double whammy when you're declining and mm -hmm. you've got, uh, we call them comorbidities, you've got several things going on that are contributing to yeah. your, decline, your decline in health, and then you also have then the problem of a dementia uh, diagnosis as well, mm -hmm. and so it... Um, it's uh, it takes a lot more care. Yes. And so we, you know, we are finding that, and there's a lot of misinformation or no information that people are struggling with. Mm -hmm. They just don't know how to deal with these various dementia diseases. Yeah. Alzheimer's being the most prevalent, um, at about sixty to eighty percent of yeah. all dementias yep. are really uh, diagnosed as Alzheimer's. Um, so. We, our team, uh, is just like you. You get drawn to this yeah. area of healthcare, and uh, boy, I tell you, it's great to have people like yourself, who's younger in your career, <laughs> um, making those those decisions. Because we really need to have the best and brightest looking at this. Because if we don't solve these type of problems that are affecting our aging population, mm -hmm. our country is in trouble. It is, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, and I hate to be that bold about it, but the more we see. Because we see it 
behind the curtain in a sense because we're, we're treating um, the uh, end-of-life patients. But uh, just the epidemic proportions of people that are coming to us now with uh, neurological degenerative conditions uh, is increasing. Yeah, it's huge, unfortunately. And it's only going to, unfortunately, it's only going to get bigger unless, unless we do something. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll talk about numbers here when we get to the next yeah. break here. We're, we're, we're about a minute left in this segment. Um, but, boy, the trends don't look good. Um, as I'm looking at the numbers and I'm seeing the aging population and even just the, the undiagnosed dementia yes. that is happening. Um, again, we'll talk about numbers a little bit later here, but I was just shocked that this disease, Alzheimer's, which is top six or top three, depending on how you look at it, is misdiagnosed more than half the time. And we'll talk more about that here as we uh, wrap up this first segment. I just want to welcome uh, Bridget Rissman here to our show. <laughs> and it's time for our first break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation about Alzheimer's. Smoking herb and drinking burning liquor. Never rich so we were out to make that steady the 54th Nobel Conference, Living Soil, a Universe Underfoot, is happening October 2nd and 3rd at Gustavus Adolphus College. The Nobel Conference invites participants to consider the vast diversity and complexity of soil and to ponder the challenges we face in protecting this most fundamental resource. Join 4,000 people on campus for one or both days to experience the presentation and Q&A sessions or watch the live stream. Some of the discussion questions the Nobel Conference will address include what is soil health and what processes sustain healthy soils, what interactions connect the living entities in the soil and how do those interactions shape natural systems, and how will climate change affect soils. New to this year's conference is that you can buy two tickets and get one free when you use the discount code FRIEND. Again, that's the 54th Nobel Conference, Living Soil, a Universe Underfoot, on Tuesday, October 2nd and Wednesday, October 3rd at Gustavus. Find the list of speakers, the schedule, and registration at gustavus.edu slash nobelconference. That's gustavus.edu slash nobelconference. I'm Richard R.J. Eskow, and this week on the Zero Hour, a people's eye view of the GOP's judicial coup, how Burning Man burns workers, DNC reform from the inside, and a special extended interview with Daniel Ellsberg on the very real threat of a nuclear holocaust. All this and more on the Zero Hour every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Stages Theatre Company is turning 35 years young, and we invite you to join the celebration. Stages is one of the largest and most respected professional theaters for young audiences in the country, serving over 150,000 individuals annually through opportunities on stage, education classes, workshops, and in-school programs. Our most magnificent season is truly that, built with young people, families, and classrooms in mind, and based on beautiful, imaginative, and inspiring books and stories, encouraging young people to dream big, invent big, and invest in curiosity. Charlotte's Web, Mary Poppins Jr., Hidden Heroes, and Willy Wonka are just a few of the exciting productions we're proud to present in the coming season. Come celebrate the magnificence with us all season long. Visit us at stagestheater.org. That's stagestheater.org. Are you thinking of selling your house or downsizing to main-level living for an easier lifestyle? I'm Janelle Holty with Seller's Edge Home Team and Coldwell Banker Burnett, your agent with heart. My team specializes in selling homes and helping you find the next property for all life stages. Call me today for your free equity assessment. I'll get you moving. That's Janelle Holty at 612-203-9661. Or find us online at sellersedgehometeam.com. Once I was 11 years old, my daddy told me, go get yourself a wife or you'll be lonely. Once I was 11 years old. Writing songs, I started writing stories Something about that glory Just always seemed to bore me Cause only those I really love Will ever really know me Once I was 20 years old My story 
All right, so welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today for this special edition of our show in studio is Bridget Rissman, Public Relations and Social Media Manager for the Alzheimer's Association of Minnesota and North Dakota. Before we get back into our conversation, Bridget, can you tell our audience how they can get a hold of your organization or if they want to continue to explore donation options? Is there a website or a phone number that would be best for them to get a hold of you guys? Yeah, we have a couple options. So one of the biggest things, one of the coolest things that I like to tell people about that they might not realize we have, we have this fantastic 24-7 helpline and it's answered in almost 200 different languages and and it's answered 2 a.m., 12 p.m., you know, any time that you need us, we're there for you. We're just a phone call away. So that's our 24-7 helpline, and that number is 800-272-3900. Again, 800-272-3900. And it's, it's, a, it's a, a lot of people have told us it's a lifeline. We're there. Our experts are answering on the line. If you have questions or you have concerns about your loved one or you just you need someone to talk to, sometimes this disease and this journey can feel isolating and lonely, and, and we're here for you. Anytime you need us, we're here. Well, and we'll talk about what the fundraising monies go to support here yeah, shortly, yeah. but that is one of them. And I think yes. what I've heard from people talking that I've talked to is that has been not just a helpline, but al- almost a lifeline. Yes, yeah. Because this disease is such a long, this is a marathon. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's different than many other diseases yes. that we have. Um, it is, um, unfortunately, it, uh, we talk about it sometimes in, in the end-of-life care area. Yeah. But there's almost two deaths. The, yeah. The death of when that person doesn't recognize you anymore and doesn't recognize the people around them. And of course, then uh, the final passing. Yeah. And so it really is a tough thing. And so what I've heard though, is that that 24 seven helpline is open to anybody and it really supports the caregivers. Yeah. And this show is so supportive of caregivers yeah. because we see that yes. in our practice, caregivers supporting people that are declining in health. And it can be for years yeah. before we get called in more that last six months or nine months of, of a, a person's life. Mm-hmm. And these caregivers are just exhausted. Yeah. Your heart just breaks for them. Yeah, caregiver burnout is a huge concern of ours, and it's um, something that many, many organizations try and, and combat. Uh, but this free 24-7 helpline is one of those resources that that people just cling to. Yeah. And and we want more people to know about it. Unfortunately, a lot of people will come to us and say, boy, I really wish I knew you were here when my mom was alive or when my grandpa was alive. And that's not what we want. We want to be there for you while you're going through that journey. Yeah. Well, Bridget, we'll get more into that conversation here. But I want to remind our audience, um, if you do have questions about Alzheimer's, the Alzheimer's Association, um, elements of how you can get support, Please call us now. We can take your call live on the air. You can call us at 952-946-6205. Well, let's let's talk about the event today. Yeah. That's fresh on your mind. So exciting. I, I can see sweat beating <laughs> down from your forehead because, oh, gosh. Well, I mean, it's September 15th, and this is the annual event. Yes. So this only happens once a year, right, the, this this walk. Yeah, yeah. So there's actually about 625 walk tend Alzheimer's across the nation. So wherever you are, or if you're moving, there's probably a walk within, you know, a vicinity of your new city or your current city. Uh, but the Twin Cities walk tend Alzheimer's, which literally just happened. I literally just <laughs> came from Target Field, still hot, and <laughs> but it was a great day. Our, our Twin Cities walk tend Alzheimer's is currently the largest walk to end Alzheimer's in the nation. So out of 625 walks, we're the biggest. That is amazing. It's so exciting. Last year, we were the second largest. Philadelphia beat us by just
just a little bit. So we're hoping to hang on to number one. They don't have their walk until November. So fingers oh, crossed. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, hopefully we, they have cold weather. <laughs> yeah. We want them to participate in, yes. in great numbers yes. because this is an amazing thing. Which we're all on the same doing. team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But isn't it something though? Uh, Minnesota has just this amazing culture oh, it does. of healthcare and of looking out for each other yeah. uh, and, and, and being innovative. I mean, we, uh, many people don't know that, that Minnesota is looked at as medical alley. Yes. Just like you have Silicon Valley yeah, in, yeah. in San Jose. Well, in, in, in California, in Minnesota, it's medical alley. Mm -hmm. And there's just a real sense of, I think, uh, compassion and care that, that this culture has yeah. uh, for each other. And people come here, uh, I have the privilege of talking to a lot of people from across the country, and they'll come here from other, from other states, and they'll say, it's amazing what you have here yeah. in healthcare. And we sometimes forget that. Yeah, we're lucky. Because we're, we're, yeah. we're used to it. You yeah. Know? And now you, you said you were, you've moved around the country quite yeah. a bit, <laughs> but you were, at, you were younger yeah. uh, at that stage. But it, it really is a unique area, and it shows up in things like this, the amount of contributions and commitment and participation. Um, to be number one out of six over six hundred walks across the country, yeah, I think is a great testament of this to this uh, this group that we have here in Minnesota. And people here are just so generous and so kind. I mean, that Minnesota nice is a true true statement, especially when it comes to charity work and volunteering and nonprofits. We just have an outstanding group of volunteers. We could not do what we do without them. They are just a backbone for our organization. We're very, very lucky here. And that's what leads to the the success of, of our walk. And it's it's pretty powerful to see. It was a great day. Well, I, I was listening to your co-chairs um, earlier today. Yeah. And uh, they were saying that I think the committee that you guys have to, to help support this uh, was like, 67 people. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a huge. huge. I mean, it's a, it's, huge. it's a small company of people. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that they said started back in, in late winter, early spring, starting to plan for this. Yeah. So it's, it really is an amazing thing. But then we'll talk about the results here in a, in a minute. Maybe next segment we'll talk about the results. We'll yeah. save this for the yeah, next segment. Yeah, yeah, it's here. exciting. We Drum roll. Only have a, yeah, only have a minute <laughs> left in this segment. But, but, um, the, the amount of planning and effort that goes into doing something of this magnitude it's huge. Is, is huge. Yeah. 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 How long have you worked here at uh, the Alzheimer's Association? I've been there for about three and a half years. Wow. So I've, I've helped, right. uh, hel I've helped with a lot of walks. And then before working there, I've attended a lot of walks and we used to have the Twin Cities walk in Bloomington in a park. And now we've graduated to Target Field and we just walked all down Nicollet Mall and through Loring Park and back. And it was just a beautiful day. And, and everybody just had big smiles on their faces. Yeah. I, I saw some of the clips this morning on the, on the TV Yeah, and it was just, you know, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it really is great energy for that. And I encourage people to next year plan for this because it is a great opportunity to get to yeah. have other people that are helping to support a great mission. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be right back here to uh, take a little break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Bridget Risman of Public Relations and Social Media Manager for the Alzheimer's Association for Minnesota and North Dakota. Kirk Duckwall here with the House Geeks Real Estate Show, Sundays at noon on AM 950. Here with your House Geeks Market Minute. 3.27 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the 200 to 400,000 price range in the Minneapolis area. This is down over last year, but is seasonally expected. This is a main indicator of demand in the marketplace. The current average days on market is at 40. The average sale price is up 6.2% year over year. And the 30-year conventional interest rate is right around 4.54%. This is up two-tenths of 1% over last week. The conclusion for buyers back to school time is also a great time to be out there looking as competition is still down from other buyers. And for sellers, we expect the market to pick up over the next few weeks. So it's a good time to be getting ready if you're looking to sell. Looking at buying or selling a home in the Twin Cities? Check us out online at housegeeks.com. 
Com. Lots of good things come in threes, like three-pointers, a triple-scoop ice cream cone, and standard heating and air conditioning's triple-saving sale. Just install a new furnace and AC this September, and you'll triple your savings to the tune of $2,700. That's right. Get rebates and other discounts for a total of $2,700 in savings. Learn more about Standard's triple-saving sale at standardheatingdeals.com. That's standardheatingdeals.com. Standard heating and air conditioning, the comfort you deserve. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is Paul Metza inviting you to a great new fall season on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. A lot of great shows coming up. This week we have George Marinelli. George has been playing with Bonnie Raitt for the last 25 years. He used to be in Bruce Hornsby in the Range. We're going to play some tracks off his new record, Burn It All Down. Talk about the music business playing with Bonnie, James Taylor, and Bruce Hornsby this Saturday night at 6 p.m., Sunday at 4 p.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The fine folks at Common Good Books will help you find the perfect book for you or the book lover in your life. Find a huge selection from a locally owned and independent bookseller in the Twin Cities. They are always bringing in top authors from around the globe for special in-store events. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Find Common Good Books at 38 South Snelling Avenue in St. Paul or shop online at commongoodbooks.com. You don't have to be an expert camper to enjoy the Boundary Waters. Big Bear Lodge is your home away from home that still lets you experience the Northwoods in authentic and modern woodsy cabins. Upon arrival, you'll be greeted by the owners whose priority is your relaxation. Take in amazing sunsets, stargazing, and moose viewing near the Gunflint Trail. There are free use of canoes and kayaks, guided pontoon tours, and private docks and fire pits. So come find your smile at Big Bear Lodge. More at BigBearLodgeMN.com. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be mostly sunny with a high near 91. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 71. Sunday will be sunny with a high near 89 and a low of 70. Monday, a 40% chance of thunderstorms with a high of 84 and a low of 61. Blue Skies Services is the home cleaning company for you. They're bonded, insured, well-trained, and experienced. Right now, window washing starts at $100. Signing cleaning starts at $199. Call Blue Skies Services at 651-447-4484 and make sure to ask for the AM950 special. Soon we'll be 30 years old Our songs have been sold We've traveled around the world And we're still roaming Soon we'll be 30 years old Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show. My name is Ken Hagland, And joining me today in studio Is Bridget Rissman The Public Relations and Social Media Manager For the Alzheimer's Association of Minnesota and North Dakota. Before we get back into our conversation, Bridget, let's remind our audience how they can get a hold of the Alzheimer's Association if they have questions or they want to possibly contribute uh, to the fundraising event. Yeah, definitely. So we're we're always open. You know, we have a twenty four seven helpline that's available for free anytime, day or night. That number is eight hundred two seven two. 3900 and then we also have a way if you if you want to contribute by mail you're welcome to do that um, just go to alz.org and you can find our contact information there um, otherwise if you are really interested in donating to the walk to end alzheimer's which just happened today in minneapolis you can go to alz.org/walk and donate directly to our twin cities walk to end alzheimer's we uh, we have a lot of a lot of donations coming in, and we really appreciate all the support and generosity that that is just over overwhelming, and we're we're just so honored. Well, I know you guys had a big target this year. Yeah, you were trying to get one point six million dollars yeah. raised, and I know the last time uh, we had talked here earlier in the week, it was like at one point four million. So I know you guys are closing in on that goal very rapidly. Yeah. And so part of the show today was to remind people they don't have to be a walker to contribute. Yeah. Go no. go call them or go on the website. And uh, uh, is is there a way that um, uh, people can can contribute? Let's say every month. Is there a, a plan Definitely. that you can set up? Oh, or yeah. Just to have you take an out of your checking account. Or yeah, your we can card? make it really easy. Okay. Yep. ALZ.org slash donate, and there's all kinds of ways you can donate, whether you want it to go to a specific thing. Like if you really want your donation to go to, say, helping 
research or you really want your donation to go to um, our 24-7 our helpline or go to different programs that we're offering, you can specify that. So we're able to, to really put that to work uh, in any way that, that you're interested in. So alz.org slash donate. And, and we're still taking donations for our Walk 10 Alzheimer's. Uh, through December 1st this year, we're still raising money for our Walk 10 Alzheimer's. So we're at one point. Four four million. We just found out right before I got in to the studio, and we're shooting for one point six. So we need we need everybody's help to really get us there. And to remind our audience, this is one walk that you you and your team were were managing and yes. supporting out of over six hundred yes. walks that were simultaneously done throughout the country today. Yeah, yeah. The, the Walk 10 Alzheimer's actually takes place for some walks start in August, not a lot, but the month of September really is, we call it walk month. There's hundreds of walks taking place every Saturday and and sometimes even Sundays throughout the month of September and, and into October and a little bit of November, but it really happens in September is just walk season across the country. Right. right. Yeah. Well, the I wonder if we could just talk for a little bit about, you know, where the the money goes to support when people donate. Could you talk a little bit more about um, uh, what those donations go to support within yeah. the Alzheimer's Association? Because I know there's a lot of things yeah. that you guys are doing to help help us get a cure for this this. Um, is disease, which is, again, the one out of the top 10 of diseases we have in this country is the only one that I understand does not have a cure and does not have actually anything to slow it down. I mean, yeah, it, it's or really- Or treat it. Or treat it. Yeah, I mean, yep. it's, it's really just uh, just amazing that, that this is such a- a difficult thing to get our arms around. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique it's a unique cause to fight for it because is. the brain is so complicated. We are still trying to understand exactly how it works and everybody's brain is different. Uh, we say if you've met one person with Alzheimer's, you've met one person with Alzheimer's. It, it impacts each person differently because it affects their brain differently. Um, but if you donate to the Alzheimer's Association, it supports so much. I feel like a lot of people don't even realize how much that that we have to offer. Um, but your donations go to to research, to trying to figure out how what's what's going on. How can we maybe even slow it down? A lot of researchers now are are realizing, okay, maybe maybe we don't focus on a cure right now. Let's figure out how to how to prevent it. Let's figure out how to slow it down. And they're 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 looking 10, 20, 30, 40 years ahead of when someone might start developing symptoms. And they're trying to start there to even prevent it from from happening in the first place. So your donations go to research. They'll also go to the the services that we offer. I talked a little bit about our 24-7 helpline, but we also offer care consultations. And a care consultation is with one of our experienced social workers and they they basically help you create almost an Alzheimer's roadmap. You know, what where are you on that Alzheimer's journey and and what can you expect going into to the next stages and what should you be doing at different stages and you know where can I find an elder law attorney where can I find um, hospice care where can I you know all of these different things that you you know how do I transfer my title of my house to my son or you know, th just things that you might not think about and they meet with families they might meet with individuals they can do phone conversations if you're not all in the same place um, so that support, that we offer is is really helpful for people um, because we're meeting them where they are, whether it's in their home, in our office, or at their doctor's office. Okay, so this is a local service. This yes. is not a national service. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's available nationwide, it but these are people that you guys actually have here on staff yeah. in our local communities. Yeah, That's a huge resource because, again, in our medical practice, we come in and do care conferences and mm -hmm. we bring our experts in uh, on hospice and end of life and dementia care. And um, like I said, people just don't know where to turn. They just don't know what resources yeah, are Yeah, where available. do you start? Yeah, where do you start? Yeah, and I know that um, this disease also, uh, is, is they're finding it earlier and earlier in people's lives. Yeah. I mean, in fact, there's several diseases that were considered old 
person's diseases that are now creeping into younger and younger generations. Yeah. Um, but this is a disease that can last for 20 years or more. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it's a, it's a long one and it, and it can, you know, if you have, if it's younger onset Alzheimer's or, you know, before the age of 65, sometimes that goes a little bit faster, but sometimes it doesn't. And if you're over the age of 65 with Alzheimer's disease, it, it could take, you just don't know how long it's going to take. You have no idea because every brain is so different and every person's, you know, there's a huge correlation between physical health, you know, the health of your body and the health of your brain. And uh, we just had actually a huge research conference in July. Uh, It's an annual Alzheimer's conference, 6,000 experts from across, from 65 different countries across the world were in Chicago in July and, and they were presenting their latest findings. So they're experts, they're scientists, they're researchers, and they're presenting their latest findings on their different fields with, you know, working with this disease. And one of the coolest things that came out that I got really excited about, we're actually able to prove that there is a correlation between the health of your heart and the health of your brain. So there were a lot of um, uh, studies done. And and so it was concluded that uh, by keeping your blood pressure lower in a healthy range that directly impacts the health of your brain. And by keeping that lower blood pressure, it could, uh, you know, prevent or, or not prevent, but, but slow down the, the onset of mild cognitive impairment, which is a precursor to dementia. So by keeping that blood pressure lower, you're able to slow down the, the, the possibility of, of developing dementia. Um, and it's, it, it was, it was pretty cool. I was there in person. I was so excited. It was amazing. I, I have heard too, and I've done uh, a little bit of research in on trying to understand dementia in its entirety, the yeah. whole umbrella of yeah. dementia, but specifically Alzheimer's. And it there's there's indications that there are things we can be doing when we're younger yes. to help, as you say, either either prevent it or, or at least forestall that onset. And it's interesting that more and more research is coming out that's just saying the same thing you just talked about here at the conference in July, that just getting out and walking, um, even some things like having a positive attitude yeah. has, has, as they're, they're, they're doing correlations on you know, who is it that gets this and, and how is it um, manifesting itself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting. I, I'm, so I'm really curious to see with all the research that your organization is doing, uh, on things that we can be doing and being proactive, because as I mentioned in the in the uh, introductory part of our show here today, we've got a crisis coming at us. Yes. That, that silver tsunami of this baby boom generation, and and we're already short caregivers. Yeah. Oh yeah. But but we're going to need the elders to help take care of elders as well, because there's not enough hands mm-hmm. to do the th- the job right. So it's going to be really important that we continue to try to find ways to stay on top of this. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's huge. It's coming it's coming fast and and the the more people are able to, you know, volunteer or or donate or or even just post about Alzheimer's disease or dement, other dementias on social media. Getting that awareness out there is really going to help us, you know, slow down, put the brakes on this. You know, right now in, in 2018, this disease is going to cost our nation two, uh, $2.77 billion. Right. And that's our $277 billion. I'm so sorry. I have, I have so many facts in my head. <laughs> $277 billion. And, and by 2050, if we don't if we don't do something, it'll be 1.1 trillion. Right. Trillion. With a T. With a T. Yes. Trillion dollars. 1.1 trillion by 2050 if we don't do anything to at least slow it down. And and there's there's been research done that even slowing the progression of the disease down by even five years is going to save us millions of dollars as a country. Even if you don't have a direct connection to this disease, you're very lucky if you don't. If you don't, even if you don't have a direct connection, it's affecting your wallet. Right. It's right. affecting. The cost of healthcare exactly. goes up to help deal with that. Exactly. Um, we've got a minute left here. I do want to talk about just some statistics here. Yeah. Um, there's about five 
and a half million people right now that have Alzheimer's, I believe. Yeah, just in the United States, 5.7. Right. And worldwide, 50 million people right. have the disease. And over the next several years, that's going to be tripling. Yeah. Um, it's going to be 13 or 14 million yes. here in the United States and 130 or 40 million across the world. The zeros are endless. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an epidemic. It I is. mean, I, I have it used is. that phrase in other presentations. This is the epidemic of the elderly and it's something we have got to continue to pursue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such an important cause and it's so near and dear to so many people's hearts and, and we're, we're so honored that that you can help us raise awareness. Well, it is our pleasure to do that, and we are honored to have you here today. It's time for our last break. We will be right back to continue our conversation with Bridget Rissman of uh, the Alzheimer's Association, and we'll be right back. Are you thinking of selling your house or downsizing to main level living for an easier lifestyle? I'm Janelle Holty with Seller's Edge Home Team and Coldwell Banker Burnett, your agent with heart. My team specializes in selling homes and helping you find the next property for all life stages. Call me today for your free equity assessment. I'll get you moving. That's Janelle Holty at 612-203-9661 or find us online at sellersedgehometeam.com. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jasia from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. My wife and chef Carrie and I invite you to enjoy our local seasonal fair along with thoughtfully chosen wine and beer lists, a refreshing cocktail selection, and continued dedication to outstanding service. Nightingale's freshly remodeled patio is perfect for dinner, happy hour, brunch, and late night fun. We offer our full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Margaret Wheatley said, there is no more powerful way to initiate significant social change than to start a conversation. When a group of people discover that they share a common concern, that's when the process of change begins. On October 16th, you can be part of that change. Engage in the conversation at an incredible event. The Minnesota Women's Press Conversations, using our voice and vote. With midterms right around the corner, how we lobby, influence, and campaign, especially with people who have different views, has never been more important. So go to womenspress.com to register now. Oh, and Patricia Torres-Ray and Nakima Levy-Armstrong will be in a keynote conversation with each other. And in addition, all of us will mobilize through incredible breakout conversations. October 16th, from 4.30 to 8.30 in St. Paul at Carondelet Center, using our voice and vote. Register at Women's Press. That's womenspress.com. See you there. Fall is an important time to call the window washing and exterior cleaning experts Blue Sky Services to prevent seasonal changes and potential winter damage. Look at your roof. Do you have black streaks, blotches, or algae? Don't wait for the cold to have these freeze. Cleaning is much cheaper than replacement. September's schedule is filling quickly, so don't neglect your windows, gutters, or siding cleaning. Call 651-447-4484 to book your fall cleaning before their busy season schedule fills and tell them that you're an AM950 listener. That's 651-447-4484 or blueskyservices.com. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Bridget Rissman, Public Relations and Social Media Manager for the Alzheimer's Association of Minnesota and North Dakota. We have had an amazing conversation today. This is our last segment, only uh, a few minutes in this last segment for us to talk about some things here, Bridget. But I'd like to make sure 
um, people know how to get a hold of the association if they have questions or they want to uh, make a donation. Yeah, definitely. If you if you need anything, day or night, we are here for you. Our, we have a 24-7 helpline, a free 24-7 helpline. If you are curious about what we do or you want to volunteer or you just want to know more about the disease or you're just you're struggling and, and you need some help, we're, we're here for you. So our 24-7 helpline number is 800-272-3900 or you can visit us online at alz.com. Org. And ALZ.org, there is a plethora of information on there. One of the coolest things that I love on our website is uh, we have a brain tour, and it kind of shows you the different parts of the brain and how the disease affects different parts of the brain. And um, it's 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 pretty interesting. I, I learned a lot. I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> I, I've definitely learned a lot just deep diving into our website. <laughs> well, that's, again, one of the great benefits yeah. that your organization does to raise awareness for this mysterious disease. Um, and again, that's where these donations go for. They go yeah. for, you know, your mission is about research yeah. and education, awareness. Again, that 24-7 helpline, which, uh, again, I've heard just such amazing responses from people oh, about good. how helpful in literally the middle of the night when you just yeah. are at your end because of behaviors or questions or you just don't know what to do, that has been a lifeline for people. Yeah, yeah it really is. It, it makes a difference. And, it, you know, we can provide suggestions of, of where to go for different information or we can, you know, ha- provide you with resources or, or just be a shoulder to, to cry on over the phone if you right, need that. Right. And that's what we're here for. Well, we were talking off air, which are Always such great conversations. <laughs> um, but you had mentioned that, you know, one of the reasons for the walk, you know, yes, it is to raise awareness. Yeah. Yes, it is to raise money. Yep. But you made something, uh, a comment that I thought was very interesting. It's a place for people to come together and realize that they're not alone, that, that other people are sharing these same experiences. They're sharing the same questions. They have the same frustrations, and it really is energizing for people to participate in something of this magnitude where 10, 12, 13,000 people get together in a community and share the same experiences yeah. and the same hopes yeah. and the same dreams that they are looking for. And, and even for people who have had someone with a disease and they passed, but to share the same memories too yeah. um, of what's, what we're trying to do as a community here. Um, so I thought that was great to encourage people next year. I want to put this yeah. out there. Let's start planning for next year. Yeah, already. yeah. <laughs> Please come out and participate. These these walks do so much more than just raise money. Yeah, it it provides it provides hope. You know, a lot of times with this disease, as as you've seen, it can be stressful and you feel angry and you feel sad and you feel helpless and you that's not what you feel at our walk you come to our walk and you're just surrounded by thousands of people who are in the same boat as you they get it they've been there or they're going through it and they understand and and people leave feeling so supported they have a a sense of hope they they you know a lot of times you can feel isolated with this with this journey and and coming to the walk you realize wow there are a lot more people like me I didn't even realize it and and there's so many emotions at this walk you know I've been going to a walk I've been going to the walk to end Alzheimer's for you know 10 years and and our our ceremony still gets me every time because we have people get up in front and everybody's holding we call them promise flowers and each color flower means something different. They kind of look like pinwheels. And uh, so, you know, purple means that you've lost someone with the disease. Blue means you're living with the disease and, and so on. And so people get up in front of the stage and each, you know, one person representing each color and they share their story. And after they're done, they say the end of Alzheimer's starts with me and they hold up their flower. And by the end of the ceremony, there's just a sea of blue and purple and yellow and orange flowers. And it's just overwhelming. I've, I've seen it 10 times and I get emotional every time. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw that on TV uh, this morning. It's I think beautiful. And it was just, again, it's just amazing. And one of the people that he talked to said, 
I feel so empowered. Oh, that's so and wonderful. I think that is one of the keys. It's a great word. It just it yeah. empowers you. It does. That there's a lot of people there experiencing the same thing and supporting you. Yeah. And uh, again, we, in our practice, that's one of the things people feel like they're going through things alone. Yeah. Whether a person's dying of CHF or, or, or any other comorbidities, they just feel like they're going through it alone. And when we come in as a team, they're just so relieved. Yeah. To know that oh, there's people that understand mm-hmm. and care and can help me understand. Yes. So uh, I really encourage people next year to do that. Yeah. Get out there, support it, be a part of it. it it's It only takes a few hours in the morning on a yeah. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And and there's still walks. You know, if you're not in the Twin Cities area, we still have Walk 10 and Alzheimer's happening um, throughout the rest of September and in October. You know, we have our Albert Lee walk. We have a walk in Alexandria coming up um, in Baxter, Minnesota, Bemidji, Bismarck, North Dakota, um, and, and just, you know, St. Cloud. St. Cloud is next weekend. That's going to be a big one. And and so that so if you if you weren't able to make it to the Twin Cities today, feel free to go to alz.org slash walk and, and check out a walk near you. There, there still might be happening um, throughout the rest of the month and into October. Uh, and, and please, you know, join us next year. If you weren't able to join us today, you're also able to still donate. ALZ.org slash walk, and you can still donate to our Walk to End Alzheimer's. Uh, but it, it really is just a day of, of hope. And you, you leave feeling happy, and you leave like you feel like you can do something. You know, a lot of times you feel like helpless, but you really feel like, wow, yeah, I raised all this money. I can I can do something about this. I don't have to just sit and let it pass me by. And, and I can, you know, even though I'm not in the lab trying to find a cure, I can do something. I can volunteer. I can donate. I can spread the word. You know, even just talking to your coworkers about the disease, you're doing something. Yeah. Well, raising awareness is the the first step, I think, in any change. So that's fantastic. Um, we got a minute left here. Is there anything coming up? Like uh, you mentioned the gala or anything the rest of the year here? Yeah, the rest. So, can... so next year I, we we have a lot of great events. We have a, a dementia conference in in March, and we have our big gala in May. Okay. But coming up really soon, we have a a women's flag football event coming up uh, Saturday, September twenty second. So a week from today at Augsburg University, and and these powerful, amazing women play flag football. And the guys, the coaches, I actually play. It's very fun. Uh, but we we raise a lot of money. We actually, we've we've been doing this in the Twin Cities for the last six years, and we just hit our million-dollar mark. So come out, Augsburg University, a week from today at noon, watch some girls, you know, play flag football. It's real fun. All right. I want, we're nearing the end of the show here. I want to thank Bridget Rissman, Public Relations and Social Media Manager for the Alzheimer's Association of Minnesota and North Dakota, for joining me today. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Thank you for listening, and until next time, live well.